Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What is going on, you guys? It is your man, Morgan Man. Thanks so much for tuning back in to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. Guys, you can find me here on Sunglad.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Guys, today I have a loaded show for you all, and this is a podcast where I'm going to talk something about the NFC South of staying out of it, and I'll get to later that in the show, and it's not what you think, so don't be sitting here thinking, well, which division am I going to? So it's going to be later in the show, but first of all, I do want to start talking about WWE's TLC. So I'm actually recording everything on my phone right here, and I know it's very unprofessional, but... I'm away from the house right now, and I do want to get this done very quickly. So anyways, uh, so WWE's TLC is this Sunday, and I will have to say, guys, TLC was very rushed, in my in my own personal opinion, because right after Survivor Series, really, WWE did not promote TLC that much, like they did Starcade. Nobody really knew about TLC until, what, last week? And that was about it. And we didn't really get no kind of build-up for any kind of match, minus like the Bray Wyatt versus The Miz, which is our very first match on the card. It's a non-title match. Uh, And, of course, uh, Daniel Bryan is taken out by The Fiend. WWE pulled a surprise by having Bray Wyatt, the man, not The Fiend, target Miz's family on SmackDown. This led to making an official match between the Miz and Ver- versus Bray Wyatt at the pay-per-view. Second match for the night is WWE's Women's Tag Team Championship, Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Flair has struggled to deal with the green mist of Asuka in recent weeks and came up short in a handicap match with the champs Lynch also took a beating in a handicap match against the champs. She won the match by DQ, but was put through a table afterward. Now the four women enter a high-stakes, high-risk rewards match. Third match is Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Tables, ladders, and chairs match again. With Reigns and Corbin meet in a table sliders and chairs match after weeks of hit or miss segments on SmackDown. Not 
limited to Corbin placing puppy noises over the logo of the big dog and covering reins and dog food in Corbin's attempt to humiliate him. Fourth match of SmackDown Tag Team Championship, The New Day versus The Revival. Here we are again with another tag title match between the old Revivals and old between these old rivals, excuse me. The Revival punched their ticket to, to the title spot by defeating Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Ollie and Shorty G in an elimination tag team match on December 6th edition of Friday Night SmackDown. Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a tables match. I do like this right here. It is coming to an end, hopefully. Um, this this match needs a big payoff with Rusev ultimately winning because if if you let Bobby Lashley win with him being the the heel in this situation, I feel like WWE is going to continue on with the story and drag it out where the fans are. It's just not going to be interested in Rusev no more. And I don't want that to happen. I want Rusev to win this match, get the big victory over Bobby Lashley for t- take it as woman, but also, you know, getting that divorce kind of, you know, having that big payoff. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with Rusev this Sunday at TLC. And finally, we are getting... Alistair Black versus Bert, Bertie, Buddy Murphy, excuse me. Murphy was one of the very few men willing to pick a fight with Alistair Black, leading to a showdown between these two at TLC, which was announced on December 9th edition of WWE Monday Night Raw. Uh, and here are some predictions. Now, this is Friday morning before Friday Night SmackDown, guys, so I do not know if this is going to be official, but we will find out tonight. And that is SmackDown Women's Championship with Bailey defending her title against Lacey Evans. Evans made her initial to challenge for Bailey's title clear on SmackDown. While this feels like an, an unearned face turn for Evans, it seems to be the program for the pay-per-view. I, <clears throat> so overall, guys, again, this is a rushed match card set up for WWE's TLC and I'm not I'm not too happy about it. They should have honestly had TLC go on till probably next weekend. Honestly, it should have happened next weekend instead of this weekend with Survivor Series being oh gosh, 3 4 weeks removed, which I know it's a month, but still WWE did a horrible job of promoting TLC. And it wasn't really talked about throughout the entire Raw and SmackDown segments. No, nothing. So, I don't know. But we'll have to find out and see if this is going to be a good pay-per-view overall. Or if it's just going to show where WWE did not put in the time and effort to really develop a storyline. Unlike The Miz and Bray Wyatt. And then after TLC, we are on the road to WrestleMania, starting with the Royal Rumble in January, and I am very excited for it, guys, and definitely I will start kind of giving my early predictions of what, of who I think should win WWE's Royal Rumble 2020, actually, not 2019 no more. <laughs> All right, so next up, guys, we are talking about 
Atlanta going up against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers had an impressive victory over the New Orleans Saints, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 48-46. to 46. And in the bins in New Orleans. And now we got to face the 49ers. And Saints fans right now are cheering the Falcons on. Which is very uncommon. Because knowing our rivalry history. But the Saints are hoping that the Falcons can pick up a dub in San Francisco. So that way it would help out the Saints with home field advantage and a first round bye. In the playoffs, so honestly, let's just let's just all gather around as Falcons fans and say let's just lose this matchup so the Saints don't win. You know, no, nah, I'm just kidding. We're we're not that petty like them though. But it, I mean, it would feel good for us to win. But at the same time, we are helping the Saints in that remark. So I don't know which way it goes. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But. Ryan, Matt Ryan, he is now the 10th quarterback in all of NFL to be passing Peyton Manning and the passing yards over 50,000 plus. And he, Matt Ryan's phenomenal. He's texted Kyle Shanahan actually this week and told him, hey, congratulations on the win over New Orleans and stuff like that. So I feel like there's going to be kind of like this remark and throughout the game of like, man, I miss you so much, this kind of thing. I, I don't know. This is a weird matchup for me, guys. I would be totally, totally shocked if the Falcons just blow out the 49ers. <laughs> I'll be really shocked. Um but Devontae Freeman is having a field day now. Dirk Carter is running this ball more. And I do like that. Um, but the problem is we are going to have to face Nick Bosa, who is having an incredible year. But also, Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGarry is having an incredible year. Yes, in Chris Lindstrom's respect, this is going on to be his third game overall for the season for the uh for the Atlanta Falcons. And but still, third overall for the first two games that he's played, he has played phenomenally well against the against the entire spread. Uh Minnesota, then last week was the Panthers. He protected Matt Ryan very well and I was very pleased about that myself. Hey Caleb McGarry is definitely just having a field day. So I, I like my chances going up against that. And these two offensive linemen at the right side of the position is definitely going to have their their strengths tested against the 49ers defense, which has been phenomenal this year. But going back to the running game, if Devontae Freeman can honestly start getting into the end zone with the run game and the offensive line is open up holes, especially on that right side, we, we have a chance to honestly beat the 49ers through our run game. And then through our passing game, you have Richard Sherman who is out. So that definitely helps the likes of a Julio Jones and a Russell Gage and Justin Hardy to get in positions where they could catch the ball without Richard Sherman getting all up in their face. So 
Honestly, I am going to say the Falcons are going to win this matchup right here. Not by a huge margin. I am going to say probably 26-23 with a uh, young Waku field goal attempt. So next, guys, and this is our final subject for today's top uh, or podcast. And that is why the Falcons should stay away from coaches within the NFC South. And I'm I'm going to throw in New England in there too because we got we got several, well we only got one, but Thomas Dimitrov, he came from the New England system. But let's just let's just stay on topic of the NFC South whenever it comes to coaches. So we are getting closer to finding out if Dan Quinn is going to be fired from the Atlanta Falcons uh, really starting in January. We are fixing to find out if that's going to happen within two more weeks. If it does, <coughs> excuse me, if Dan Quinn is happened to be fired in January on Black Monday, I want us to stay away from all the coaches that were that are in the NFC South. Because you take a look at Dirk Carter, for example, was doing phenomenal throughout the entire season. But as soon as that Tampa Bay game happened in Atlanta just a couple weeks ago, I was I was sitting there watching it. Our offense really sucked. We could not get nothing going against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I was really shocked about that. But I got to thinking, Raheem Morris, um, Dirk Carter, they all came from Tampa Bay. And and I felt like they actually had some, some feelings still for Tampa Bay. And that's why we kind of lost that game. Because what, what it don't matter what coach it is. It don't matter what coach from whatever division, they still have feelings from their for their old team. And and that's why we need to stay out of the NFC South. So whenever we if we do get a new coach, which I don't think we are, but if we do Oh, I almost had to sneeze there. But if we do get us a new coach at the beginning of the year, I want us to stay out of the NFC South. Do not hire Riverboat Ron. Uh, no nothing. <laughs> or well, for people who don't know who Riverboat Ron is, just Ron Rivera, the former Carolina Panthers head coach. But anyways, I want us to go elsewhere. AFC North, AFC South, uh, NFC East, NFC West. Wherever, but stay out of the NFC South. Because, all right, let, let's just say, for example, <clears throat> as petty as he is, Sean Payton, if he got fired from the New Orleans Saints this offseason for choking in the playoffs again, and let's just say he got hired on with the Falcons, then he's, he's going to still have feelings for the Saints. 
being in a Falcons uniform. And every time we go up against the Saints, he's going to purposely make us lose. Now, it's it's not going to be like just really shown, but there's going to be a few instances throughout the game where, hey, you know, well, it happened. So, oh, well, then just like with Dirk Cotter and the play calling against Tampa Bay, you know, hey, you know, that's my whole team. You know, I'd kind of like to see them win too. So, I mean, I could be wrong about this. I really could be. But just coaches in general, they still have feelings for their old teams that they get fired from and uh, and would still kind of like to be a part of that system just despite them being in a new uniform. And that's why we, as the Atlanta Falcons, this coming offseason really needs to go outside of the box. Get out of the NFC South and start looking for coaches that can actually win games like the Eric Benenberry, uh, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan, something. Which actually I'm going to be going over my top four coaches in the following weeks. I will I will have an official date on that here very soon. But I will be going over coaches that I would like to see replace Dan Quinn as the head coach, or if we still have Dan Quinn, have them become our offensive coordinator. Because chances are we're going to get rid of Dirk Carter. That that's that's most likely a gift me right there because he's playing well now, just like Kyle Shanahan, not Kyle Shanahan, uh, Steve Sarkeesian was. At towards the end of the season, but at the beginning where we really needed that to happen, it wasn't happening. So, chances are, Dirk Carter is out of Atlanta this year. But, hey, I could be wrong. And I could just be sitting here just wasting my breath on it. But, chances are, probably not. But, anyways, I will let everybody know on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Podcast to get all the latest information of what I am doing. I'm retweeting a lot of everything where it comes to the Call of Duty League, Overwatch League, more specifically for the Atlanta Reign and the Atlanta Phase, uh, Pro Wrestling, and Falcons news-related content. But, uh, but guys, that's all the time I have for today's podcast. I sure hope you did enjoy today's pod. If you did, make sure to like button here on songlo.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Till then, I, Cole Morgan, will catch all of you later. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 